Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part six in our conversation on how to disagree well. We hope you enjoy. And to me, and in my belief system, to me, that would be the antithesis of what we're talking about. We're talking about being relational. If we are relationally driven people and we want to be relationally healthy, then then we we can't believe that and at the same time write people off and justify being being intentionally nasty and angry with people simply because their ideas are different than our ideas. Right. Yeah. Writing somebody off and not hearing other ideas, like the the solution to a bad idea is never hearing that bad idea. It's more good ideas. Does that make sense? So like if someone has a so so for a disagreement or an opinion doesn't mean it, it if I think an opinion is wrong, doesn't mean that I never hear that opinion. I just don't. I work really hard to never hear that opinion again because I disagree with it. The yeah. answer to that is to have as many uh, different perspectives to understand that opinion so I can best own mine. Because an opinion is something that is often not based in facts. It's just an opinion. Yeah. So, or if it's based on a feeling. So if I'm or if in order to solidify or back up or really own my opinion or my my worldview, I need to really understand the other worldviews out there so I can best see how mine lines up against it. And as followers of Christ, like you and I are, we don't create our own worldview just like because I think it sounds good. So we're creating a worldview based on how we feel like Christ is leading us yes. individually. Yeah. So we're measuring this worldview, this opinion based on how Christ says we should live. So we're, we're bouncing in and out, which this is really good, but I want to stick to the question I asked you. So when, so you answer, you're answering it well, at least I think it's helpful for me to hear. Um, you're meeting, you're talking with someone there, you're doing your best to understand them, to be able to relay what they believe back to them. You want, you want to be able to say it in the way they would say it rather than create a caricature of it or restate what they said in a way that that mocks them or makes fun of them. You really want mm-hmm. to be able to understand where they're coming from. Yep. Now, like most conversations, right? There's going to come a point where they're going to pause or they're going to look to you for some sort of response or for you to give your opinion. What happens when you're listening, you're being empathetic, you're caring, you're hearing someone out, but they're saying something you don't agree with when it, when it comes time for you to share how do you handle yourself in, in when that happens? Because I think that's where the rubber kind of hits the road for a lot of people, right? Yeah. So it's being able to say, and kind of like I, I think we've said this to each other, is like, man, I couldn't disagree more. But saying it in a kind way, and then exp- expressing why, like it often, like uh, the steps in it. Really, this sounds really weird, or just like like odd. But it's like, hey, can I share why I disagree with you? Instead of forcing it on them. Yeah. Because again, the goal is mutual respect. So like, hey, can I share with you why I disagree for these reasons with this specific thing? And like when we share, we have to be prepared for them to probably not agree with us. Yeah. Or like, this is how I came to that. This is how I see it. This is how I this is my perspective. This is how I'm thinking through it. And 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 I I've been in this situation with you many times, but for for anyone listening that hasn't, like you're talking about saying everything you just said, just like you said it, like you're not being aggressive. You're not being right. angry. 
you you're literally just you can say hey i couldn't disagree more or i disagree with that but you're saying it in a way that is it's just it's just honestly calm I guess yeah. I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. Like you don't have to, I think sometimes when we think about disagreeing with someone, we think we have to almost build ourselves up and kind of work ourselves up into, into a frustration or into a yeah. defensive posture. And that's not what I'm hearing you say. Right. No, it's, it's, uh, it's being hosp- having an ad- having a presence and attitude of hospitality of welcoming, creating, creating a space for that. And also instead of stating the way, what you think and like, you're wrong because you think this, this, and this it's no, it's, I think this, I statements, I believe this, Focusing on I think what you believe in what right. you think. Yeah. yeah. Because my opinion doesn't, again, my response isn't going to change somebody's mind. It's not like, we don't have these magic words that we say, and then all of a sudden a switch flips over and someone goes, Oh, I agree now. Like it's, we are giving different perspectives. So it's having appropriate expectations. A lot of how you remain calm is having appropriate expectations for that conversation. I have yet to go into an argument or where I know someone, there's going to be a debate where it's like, I'm going to change this person's mind. Now that just sets yourself up because then you failed. And then maybe if you failed, the next thought is, well, maybe I'm wrong. And then if I'm wrong about this, what else am I wrong about? So it's having the confidence in your worldview and being able to define it in a really good way or clear and concise way that you believe that you know that it can stand up against a different opinion. That's why having a lot of different perspectives and opinions coming at you is knowing how that like Jesus is able to stand up to this. He'll be like, you know, his, who he is is bigger than any disagreement we're going to have. And that doesn't change things. Knowing that someone disagreeing with me isn't a, isn't like this, like attack on me personally. Yeah. And I think that's what we have to remind ourselves, right? Is we need to not compare, try our best to not compare ourselves to others, but, but realize that when we're in a, when we're in a place of disagreement, we're on fertile ground to be dealing with other people's insecurity, but also our own insecurity. So we're kind of on a psychological, uh, tough. We're we're on, we're on kind of in a tough place, um, because because oftentimes people and we are not secure. Um, we want people to affirm us. We want people to agree with us. We want to be agreeable. We don't want conflict. That's that's normal for our society. And what I think we're advocating for is it's okay to say I don't agree. But to do so in a way that is that is calm, that is gracious, that is kind, um, like you said, focusing on when, when, when instead of saying you're wrong, I don't like your idea. Rather, sharing what we believe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't agree. Here's how I see it. Here's what I believe. Here's what I think. Mm-hmm. And there's a way to do that that is compassionate, right? That's not angry. That's not vicious. Because yeah. we have to realize that. The reason people get defensive, the reason we get defensive oftentimes is because of that insecurity, because we were not sometimes super confident in what we believe and because, or maybe because we believe it so much that we struggle to tolerate the idea that somebody could see it a different way. Yeah. But I think the way of Christ, I think the way of compassion is that we learn to tolerate that. We learn to tolerate the, the fact that people are going to see it differently 
And there's going to be good, kind, honest, faithful people that see things differently than we do. And yeah. if we're not if we're not able to tolerate conversations with them, we we are not only going to limit our own ability to grow and be healthy, but we that that might lead us to kind of end up in an unhealthy place. And it also might, you know, if if we only surround ourselves with people that think and act exactly like we do, I don't know that that's always good for for the human soul and for the human psyche. I mean, that's my own opinion, but I just don't know that that that's healthy. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part seven in our conversation on disagreement. We'll see you then.